Ralph Zipper Pie, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for Talking Lead. Brace yourself, baby. And welcome back to the Norgate Components Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 167 or 8. Which one is this? It would be awesome if it was 160. <clears throat> I'll edit it in. So <laughs> <laughs> We are uh, recording live, if you can do that, record live. You have to record live, I guess, don't you? Uh, from Rock Castle again, uh, we have come back to cover the Night Stalker Association two-gun competition that they're having this week up here at Rock Castle, the beautiful, lovely Rock Castle. I can't get enough of this place. I love it. In with me today, we have, uh, what's your title? Officially, I do not have a title. However, if you would like to call me El Conquistador, <laughs> I will allow it. We have El Conquistador Derek yes. with us. And uh, you guys may remember Derek from a few episodes back when we were up here for the which event was that we were here last? Was it the Mission? No, it wasn't Mission 22. It was before yeah, that, wasn't it? I believe it was Mission 22. Was it Mission 22? I think it was before that one. I can't recall. I'm not sure. I don't know. I come up here quite often. I don't ever come up here and shoot. I just come up here to hang out and drink beer. So <laughs> my memory of what event it was is kind of, uh, it's kind of you hazy, know. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. I'm, I'm a little hazy on that one, too. I may have partaken of yeah. one or two adult beverages. It happens. And uh, you've got a friend with you. I do. I do. You have brought along the quartermaster of the Night Stalker Association. Yep. And we're going to call him code name Tracy. Yeah. I don't have a fancy name. <laughs> His is really, it's really good. I do like the I hat like you're it. rocking today, though. Yeah. MTSU. My alma mater, MTSU, baby. Who are you rooting for? MTSU. Yeah. Go blue. That's right. That's right. So, guys, we, uh, we're done for the day, pretty much, shooting. We are. Uh, it was a hot day. To say the least, very hot, uh, but nobody passed out that I know of. No, I don't believe anybody did. I think uh, I think most people wanted to pass out when they came out of the cave. <laughs> so going in, yeah, coming the back cave out. is like uh, what forty degree difference about that. Yeah, between on a day like this, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like ninety five degrees out or hotter, and then the caves like a cool constant what 54 or something 50, like 54, that 54 yeah it's in the 50s it was a little over 100 with the heat index on the range itself yeah so when they went in there and it's, it's a big difference so. yeah so derek uh, our last episode that we had you on you alluded to this event mm -hmm. um and today we actually uh we got some video coverage of it yep and uh, you guys make sure you um check our youtube channel we'll have a video of that uh, coming up soon if it's not already out so check our youtube channel um, but kind of, kind of tell us about what you guys organize this event for. Okay. I know obviously it's for the your association. But right. So the, uh, the talk about your association. So the idea for the uh, for the match was um, the association does so much throughout the year to support the active duty service members that we have in the unit um, and the families and um, children, you know, through educational benefits. Um, 
and, and Tracy can elaborate a little bit better than I can about the things that the association actually does. Um, but what we do is throughout the year a variety of fundraising events to uh, to benefit the the family members of the um, the men and women of the organization. So uh, this was an opportunity to do something a little bit different. We've done motorcycle rides, uh, combatives tournaments, um, golf scramble. Um, a couple different things. Uh, um, You're telling me a fishing tournament? Yeah, a fish tournament. Yeah, yeah we have, have, bass, we have an annual tournament. bass tournament. Yep. Uh, we have a motorcycle ride, uh, combatives. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, this. You know, then we have some events for, the, you know, our family is, a, you know, Christmas party um, and things of those nature. We're always looking and expanding, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, golf tournament's another big one. Yep. We have it at Novadale in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, raises some, some money for, for our families and night stalkers in need. So, uh you know, basically black and white, I'll tell you, render assistance to night stalkers, worthy members or widows, orphans by means of loans, gifts, camaraderie, and personal assistance. Uh, you know, last year alone, we gave $500,000 and things like this. So uh, we, uh, you know, a fellow wow. night stalker, uh, he was in need of assistance, couldn't get in his house, a uh, combat vet. Uh, he, we needed to build a ramp for his house, and then we remodeled his bathroom to, to help him out. Awesome. Uh, and these are just examples, but there's many more. A little, a little girl, their family, they couldn't afford to get a specialized bike for her. She's handicapped, couldn't go outside and ride a bike on a normal one. Mm -hmm. uh, so we paid uh, half of that. Uh, we give, well, this year we gave $200,000 in scholarships for higher education. Awesome. Uh, to Night Stalker families and their members. So, right on. Yeah. And you get the money from these events and mm -hmm. through charitable donations, right? Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, these events alone, uh, every dime counts, you know. Uh, and charitable events, uh, it, it's, it's what keeps us going. You know, it keeps it, it keeps it rolling in the bank account going. So, yeah. So for our <clears throat> listeners who aren't familiar, who missed, uh, the episode that you were on, Derek, mm -hmm. um, go into, tell us about the Night Stalkers. Um, give us a little history behind them. Yeah, so the Night Stalker Association benefits the uh, 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, um, headquartered at Fort Campbell. Uh, of course, we have four battalions, uh, spread out throughout the United States. Um, premier aviation unit in the world, uh, supporting some of the, the greatest uh, Americans and um, uh, soldiers in the U.S. military. So, um, great organization to be a part of. I've been a part of it for a very long time. Um, I don't think there's any finer place that you can yeah. call home. So, Yeah, and, you know, the same with me. I'm retired. I was a night stalker for many years, and, uh, you know, just the things they, they do. They're just amazing folks, and you know, and it's nothing classified or no secret. Everybody knows this by Black Hawk Down, you know, the movie and, and the <laughs> right. book. You know, that's right. the first thing they say. Oh, you're in that unit, Black Hawk Down. But, but uh, I mean, I'm sure there's there's hundreds and probably thousands of missions that you guys have been a secret, secret squirrel a part of. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you guys can't talk about. And I understand that. Yeah, a lot of the guys that are shooting today um, are, uh, you know, still active, still doing those things, still, uh, you know, deploying, you know, routinely. Um, routinely for us, which is pretty funny to say routinely because there's no routine to what we do. But, uh, um, you know, we've got some guys that signed up for this match that unfortunately couldn't be here, um, due to work requirements. Mm -hmm. So things happen and, um, you know, hopefully they can come back up here next year. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So but, this, this is kind of a closed event. I mean, it's not really, you don't publicize it a whole lot. Um, right. Yeah. So initially we got uh, like a little, so initially, Limit, we, kinda. Did, we kind of uh, the idea for the match came up with a couple guys sitting on the couch drinking beer, right? Which is that's where the best ideas happen. That's where your best ideas come from. Yes, exactly. But um, 
So we discussed it, talked about it, and they had run a three-gun match several years ago and um, got to be a lot of work, uh, a lot of moving parts and pieces, some uh, there's some some issues with it. So that kind of got halted. I think some guys PCS to move around. So uh, had the idea. Actually, it was at one of our other fundraising events. It was a, a combatives tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, so some of the guys that like to shoot that don't like to fight were like, well, this is, this is crap, man. We need to have a shooting competition. I said, well, why don't we do it? So started talking, uh, trying to get my ducks in a row, so to speak, and um, ended up making it happen. Last year was the first one. Took a little bit of time, took some coordination, some effort to make it happen. Uh, I think from the time I initially brought it up and started talking about it, uh, it would have been two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, had we shot it in December, it would have been two years from the time I initially brought it up. So yeah, okay. we were, I don't know, what, four months short, five months short of two years when we shot it in August last mm-hmm. year. So. Uh, definitely it's, it's been a long time coming, but it seems like everybody's having a good time, having a lot of fun with it. Um, just a, a great opportunity to come out and do something different, fundraise and, and get some more yeah. people involved in it. And, now you guys have, uh, it's not just your run of the mill kind of, uh, you know, target yep. thing. You, you guys actually have some thought and, you know, there's some history behind the stages. Yep. Uh, for your two-gun competition. Talk a little bit about that. So that, that kind of goes in hand with what you were saying about it being a closed event. Um, we opened it up initially to the active members of the unit and to uh, members of the association, so Lifetime Night Stark Association members. Um, after that, we opened it up to the public and to most of the local shooters around here um, You know, really want to participate and get the chance to come up and shoot. So we opened it up to them or uh, friends of the ROs that help us out so much. Uh, so the events, the stages do have a uh, military theme or a, a little bit of unit history attached to each one of them. And so that kind of goes a long way with the people that are still active and or retired. Uh, for example, last year with one of the stages, we read a piece of history that happened in the, uh, in the eighties. And while there was a, you know, a young girl, a uh, young lady, uh, shooting, she, uh, she didn't really know much about it. But what was cool was that her dad was there and, he was a part of that operation. Oh, so wow. he could turn to his daughter and say, hey, you know, I did that. I was a part of that when they yeah. read that at the stage. Yeah. Um, this That's year cool. we changed it up a little bit, and um, each stage does have a tie into the unit somewhat, with the exception of the cave. That one's a little bit different. We just made that one kind of run and gun <laughs> it was awesome. for a lot of fun. But um, Yeah, I love the yeah, cave. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just want to be able to give uh, the guys that are still, still active that were parts of those missions or operations and – know the names, we're friends with some of the people that we recognize on the stages, an opportunity mm-hmm. to come out and shoot and have some fun. And then should they have brought somebody with them, should they bought a you know brought a first time shooter or somebody that's not familiar with the unit exactly, they could talk to them on the side after they've ran the stage about, hey, this is what it means, this is the history behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, these are my friends, this is what it's all about. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. It's awesome that you guys do it that way. I mean that's I haven't heard of anybody else doing a you know a, Three-gun, two-gun competition like that. So. Yeah, so the idea for the two-gun was primarily because we don't run a lot of shotgun. And uh, we don't really run any <laughs> save shotgun. your shoulders, right? <laughs> so we thought, well, let's see. What, what do the guys in the unit shoot, guys and gals? And uh, what are people more familiar with? It's, well, rifle pistol. So let's do it like that. We thought that would kind of speed things up a little bit, especially if we had folks that were novice shooters that wanted to come out and shoot first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of get their feet wet with the sport. Well, so. you know, it may evolve. You may eventually get the, the shotgun oh, yeah. thrown into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's funny you should say that. <clears throat> you don't hear much of it, but and I think there's a reason why. A lot of credit to, you know, Derek and the ROs and Rock Castle. I mean, y- you were out there with live stuff, you know. Um, some experts, some not, you know, amateurs. And uh, 
it's you know it's risky so you have to have mm-hmm. everything online all your p's and q's so two years in a row thank god you know knock on wood no injuries no nothing i mean not even heat yeah. exhaustion yeah. so now they're running a uh uh ips ipsig or something USPSA. here USPSA. us is that what it is mm-hmm. okay and uh, one of the guys was the first time shooter in that was sit we're in the restaurant guys by the way uh, there was a guy sitting at the table over from me. I was setting up. He's like, hey, you guys getting ready to do a podcast or something? It's like, yeah. So we got talking. He's like, yeah, I just did my first US, USPSA. USPSA. And uh, he pulled his shirt up, and he had a huge bruise where he got ricocheted <laughs> from <laughs> from shooting uh, some of the steel. He got a little too close, uh, apparently. But Yeah, that'll uh, happen. That was his first uh, experience, so he got broke in good on That's that. That's good. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you guys, uh, no injuries or anything going on. It's a very professionally run event, uh, very well organized, thought through. I mean, all the the stages were, like you said, I mean, they've got some kind of meaning behind them. There's a reason why they're doing what they do on each stage. And before each stage, it's explained to them, you know, the history and, and to what they're getting ready to do. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. Everybody yeah. wants, you know, it uh, it adds a whole other level and a whole other element that a lot of the competition shoots don't bring to the table. You know, so I, I thought that's kind of cool that you guys do that. That's what I was gonna say. A lot of times, you know, with matches like this, we get a pistol match or a two gun, three gun. Everybody gets to the stage and they want to walk the stage and look at it, rehearse, do their walkthrough, which is great. You know, everybody needs to do that. Yeah. Um, so everybody gets to do it and then they see the props and they're like, well, what is, what is the backpack for? Yeah. You know, what are these ammo cans for? What yeah. do we have a skid kill with a dummy on? Like last year we had a skid kill with a dummy. This year we didn't, but, right. um, so everybody's interest is kind of peaked. And then when they get to, I think it makes the reading of the stage description mm-hmm. and, uh, rules a little, it probably means a little bit more. So they're more actively listening, yeah. listening as opposed to, oh, it's just a standard, you know, range brief. I got it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of goes a long way. I'm really glad that, um, I'm really glad that the ROs also so uh, give like us to take the time to, to read it and really know the, the story behind it instead of just reading it off the paper. So. Give us uh, one of the stage stories, just just an example for our listeners. So one of the stage stories would have been, uh, let's see here. Let's start with one of them, uh, making the extraordinary look ordinary. So trying to come up with a name for a stage. I had This was the uh, A-frame one, right? This was No, this was not the A-frame. This was uh, the ordinary carrying the, making the extraordinary look ordinary was carrying the assault pack. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it looks like a backpack, just like a regular little black backpack. But what you don't know is it's weighted down with about 50 or 55 pounds. And uh, you have to carry a slung rifle and uh, engage all your pistol targets first. Then you dump the pistol, and then you're allowed to um, unsling the rifle, but you have to fire it. Uh, weak hand, um, support offhand, side, yeah, yeah, offhand, however you, yeah, however you like to say it. Um, and, um, some of our, I think our steel targets were set up to about 200 maybe. Um, but you had four or five, um, half size targets, uh, the silhouettes that you had to knock down first. So the deal is, you know, people looking at it, it's like, oh, they're just carrying a backpack, you know, so it looks ordinary. Well, it's not. Mm-hmm. The story behind that is, um, several years ago, we had, um, a helicopter that was, Going in to insert some customers, uh, put them on the ground, and as they landed, put them on the ground, uh, you know, our passengers get off, and they get engaged by a couple of bad guys getting out of a car, I believe. So as they're getting shot at, a couple of, uh, a couple of the assaulters get shot, and one or two go down, and uh, what's unknown at the time, you could see it in the, uh, I remember seeing it in the uh, footage, uh, you see people jumping off the aircraft, running out. So, we, you know, we had a medic. He ran out to assist. And then you see a crew chief jump out. He goes out to assist. And what nobody knew was that the pilot had been shot 
as well as the the assaulters. Mm. So the round came through the door, through the window, and entered the cheek, exited, and then actually struck um, the co-pilot, struck his mic or a part of his helmet. So, Man. you know, difficulties of communication, disorienting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so crews, they go out, pull everybody back in. Uh, the co-pilot, that, or I'm sorry, the pilot that was struck actually uh, maintained a level of consciousness enough to assist the co-pilot, who was relatively new to the unit, um, in flying the aircraft back to, like, the nearest uh, combat support hospital. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, eventually he did sort of in and out of consciousness. Uh, you know, the crew chief at the time, I believe, was laid over the back of the uh, of the aircraft, like, reaching up into the uh, into the cockpit to try and apply a pressure dressing to the pilot's face mm-hmm. uh, as best he could but yeah continued to fly the helicopter you know shot through the face and uh, continued to fly it as best he could until eventually um you know they got back to the hospital and right. uh, so you know all wounded personnel everybody was accounted for got them back and got them back to the hospital for treatment so you know that's i would say it's pretty extraordinary and it made it look like another day at work essentially picking some guys up yeah, and dropping them and, off but that's so. what you're doing with these stages you're trying to somewhat simulate mm-hmm. what those units went through right so with that it's just you know as difficult as we can yeah so give them a backpack it looks normal but you got to shoot it offhand you don't know that and you don't know it's going to be weighted down to 50 pounds until you put it on so <laughs> right yeah so <laughs> you're it's, like it's fun so just yeah, like I, everything else we don't give them an, a, a heads up of what the stage descriptions are going to be so mm-hmm. Last year, we had some folks that were like, well, why don't we get a stage description? Most of these matches, we get a stage description. It's like, well, most nights or days that, you know, members of the unit are overseas doing missions. When you go into combat, you usually don't know what you're getting into they don't know until what you get there. Into, yeah. So it's going to be a surprise for you. So well, That's yeah, cool. I think people liked it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's kind of the overwhelming uh, consensus I've been getting when I'm talking to people out here. So. Very cool. Yeah, I shot last Absolutely. year, and I'll tell you what, I didn't get a chance. He made me work the whole time this year. But uh, <laughs> last year, the the one they had a vehicle, and you had to shoot in the vehicle both sides, and then once you get out, um, you had to drag a dummy back, and then uh, go and engage targets with your uh, uh, pistol. So you know, by the time all that transpired, and I got done, I was just that stage alone. You know, I was pretty tired. So yeah, yeah, it was very exhausting. I mean, it's yeah. not, like you said, it's just not coming up on target shooting, reholstered, and walk off the range. You know, um, you're doing things in between that are uh, all right. And there's a reason why things. you're doing the things. Yep. And then yeah. there's a reason behind it. So it's really so cool. it's good that they hear the story beforehand because as they're going through, then in their minds, you know, they're kind of putting themselves in those individuals' shoes, kind of, you know, right. so to speak. As long as there's a reason to carry heavy stuff or move a bunch of heavy stuff, I think people <laughs> will complain less about it. That's what I've been told. So. Right, yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, this is why i got to do this. There's a reason, yeah, I'll yeah. be okay with it. So, yeah. Yep. Instead of you just being a dick. <laughs> Correct, yeah. Which, <laughs> These guys are dicks. That happens sometimes, too, but, yeah. But and, listen, uh, they, you know, they work hard, so what's coming up next is we get to play hard. So Correct. after there's food, there's drinks there's prizes there's mm-hmm. drawings there's giveaways now do you guys do uh place prizes for the first second third or anything like that or so what we uh <clears throat> do that? Me, what we did last year was we uh we did a random draw prize table um we didn't have a whole lot of stuff obviously for the for the prize table which you know we wanted to make sure that everybody came out and had fun of course it's for the association for the mm-hmm. uh, for the cause we want to have people to have fun and go home with something so uh, last year and this year, what we did is we have um, first place plaques for your first place shooter in uh, each division: open, tack, optics, and tack iron. 
and then your top military shooter in each division. So we've got that. We've got a couple nice uh, prize packages from Cryptek that uh, cool. that came in, and uh, we're going to so, you know, give each top shooter a plaque, and then allow them to pick the uh, Cryptek package that they want mm-hmm. of their choice. Um, <clears throat> I know we had discussed it earlier. We weren't one hundred percent sure how we were going to do it with the uh, number of shooters we had on hand and prizes. I think we have opted to do a random draw this year as well because we've got so many ROs that are excellent shooters. I mean, they mm-hmm. work normal day jobs, but excellent shooters, just like some of the guys in the unit here. You know, I'm right. competitive and I'm a shooter. That doesn't make me a competitive shooter on the same <laughs> level as some of these guys, right? So yeah, yeah by far. Instead of doing yeah. instead of doing a competitive shooter, no. Instead of doing a uh, I think instead of doing a order finish, and then it's like, well, you know, if we have 60, 70 items and we got 18 ROs who, you know, potentially 9, 10, 11, 12 of them are ringers, mm-hmm. it gives everybody, so it gives the, the amateur, the true amateur, somebody who just came up maybe their oh, first yeah. time, an opportunity to walk away with something really great. And it, yeah. gives, and it gives an RO an opportunity to get something for, you know, busting their butt in the heat the way they did, taking their time. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, they take time off from work. You know, we got a guy that traveled three hours to get here to do this he just wanted to take time off and come do it he had so awesome. much fun last year so uh it's a great time it's uh we'll it's, make sure he awesome. at least gets a uh, glock patch here from talking lead well, that's, well one of the one of the ROs <laughs> actually won the glock last year it was pretty cool he uh at the last minute he bought a hundred dollars i think worth of uh raffle tickets oh speaking of it's not too late to buy those is it because i got to get my raffle tickets no nope. no you need to okay. get one you yeah get reserve one. Re- no, i'm gonna get several yeah. <laughs> I'm getting so, pick up because there's a a nice uh, was it an Armalite? It is, it is. Um, That's up for grabs. AR10. Yeah, yep, thirty. Uh, I believe it's a thirty-one hundred dollar rifle. Yeah, I think it's so, got. I think that's got left hand's name all over it. it might, yeah. The really great thing was when uh, when we opened the rifle case, um, Hugh Foskey, who uh, who represents uh, SAC. I thought it was Armalite. Well, he represents. So this might be a part where you have to edit it, but he yeah. he he. Armalite and Surgeon Arms or Surgeon Rifles, and there's like three or four of the companies that kind of fall under yeah. SAC, and I think it's Strategic Arms. Yeah, Strategic Arms. I can't remember the exact name of it, but okay. but so, yeah, it's an Armalite rifle. Um, and, yeah, he said so. He's like, well, the funny thing is, man, he said, you know, I thought they were going to send you like a little like a, a little pistol, like an AR yeah, pistol. Yeah, AR pistol. He's like, I'm buying all the damn tickets I can buy. So <laughs> yeah, because it's like a full-size yeah. stainless steel competition yeah, it's like their top end, uh, yeah, high end, um, seven six two. Yeah, so yeah, it's like a two. I think it's twenty five hundred, three thousand. I think three thousand. Yeah, it's a little over three thousand. Okay. Like two yeah. position yeah. gas block, you can run it suppressed. So, yeah, yeah, um, very nice. That'll very be nice. one that if I win, I I don't give it back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of times when I win stuff, I'll just. Regift it back, yep. so they can just raffle it Re-raffling. off again. Yeah, yeah, but that one I'm going to keep. So yeah. <laughs> I would, I would. I think I have five bucks. I'm going to try and buy a ticket and see if I'm the uh, if uh, if El Conquistador is lucky. El Conquistador. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So you guys have plans to do this again, third annual next year, about the same time. Or are you going to try to get it a little cooler next next year? I don't That's know. A good point. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. going to have to talk about it because right now the easy, the easy button, so to speak, is the fact that last year when we, uh, we were kind of worried about getting it up off the ground, we had the Pro-Am, which was such a huge event last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the opportunity to just do some of the, the friendships and acquaintances I've made with folks that said, Hey, listen, we'll talk to, uh, we'll talk to the guys at the Rock and see if we can use five of the stages from the Pro-Am for your event. So when they tore everything down from last weekend, uh, they just left five stages we had picked out. And then in that week, 
that week time frame from the pro-am ending to our match beginning. Uh, a couple of us sat down and looked at the stage designs and figured out how could we tweak them, remove shotgun targets, of course, mm-hmm. add pistol targets, etc. So, you know, a lot of folks have left a lot of steel here, a lot of targets here for us to use, and um, because we don't have that, you know, we don't we don't have right. that. So, going into it, it would be one of those things where maybe we could, you know, if we buy targets, or maybe somebody is kind enough to maybe maybe a uh, maybe a sponsor gets involved and, and would help no. out. That would be uh, that would be excellent. That way, we yeah. could do that. We could change it. Maybe run it in October or November when it's cooler. But then we have. Well, you know, we have I understand events. what you're saying. Yeah, because you're kind you of at the this. mercy of the what's happened before you. Yeah, and yeah. and then also, you know, in this part of the country, that time of the year. Big hunters, season, uh, a lot of those hunting season. Yeah. A lot of those guys out there are hunters. They yep. go on trips, you know. And I mean, they're dedicated professional shooters, yeah. But these guys that come out to volunteer, yeah. you know, donate money and stuff. It, it it's a big competing event, you yeah. know. It is. Yeah, yeah well, that would, uh, but you guys have the other events going. You got, like you said, the mm-hmm. big fishing tournament. When does that usually go on? The big bass um, tournament. The fishing tournament's usually in April. Um, you know, it's over by Dover. Uh, last year, like I, over Tennessee, yeah, yep. we had talked. Uh, it was right around. I think we had eighty-five boats, so it was a it was a big success, awesome event. And then this year, we have our thirty-fifth anniversary party in October. Thirty-fifth, so, yeah, it's the okay. the thirty-fifth uh, anniversary of the one uh, sixtieth. So awesome. Um, and the NSA is uh, trying to make it a nice event for them. You know, we have a little party and stuff. Where's that going to be? Is that something you can talk about? Is that yeah, open? Yeah, that's just going to be, uh, it's it's not open. Um, it's closed to, you know, the soldiers and their families uh, and, you know, NSA members. You members, know. yeah. Yeah, so um, it's going to be in October and it's you know, usually about 1,500 people. We usually smoke about 100 butts. And, <laughs> nice. You know, drink a few drinks. Big throwdown. Have kids, have bouncies and stuff. So, uh, you know, and that's what it's about. It's a time for the families to get together in between, you know, things that they do for mm. God and our country. So it's uh, we want to show our appreciation for that, you know. It's a lot of good chow and have a good and time. And then your golf tournament, when's that usually? Um, golf and tournament. Where? So what we do is we have week of the night stalker, uh, or Wanza and, um, that's at Novadale, uh, Kentucky, uh, mm-hmm. right outside of Hopkinsville. Um, and that's in May. So that week alone, we have the golf tournament, the motorcycle ride. We have combatives and softball tournament. So it's a busy week for us. Plus we have a formal during that, uh, that time. Um, last year it was at the Gaylord Opry, uh, mm-hmm. Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so big event, uh, beautiful time. I mean, just, Everybody it's a beautiful dresses, hotel. Yeah, everybody dresses up, goes out, has a big time, you know. Usually we have a band, special events and stuff going on. So cool. that's a busy week. And then most importantly, we um, we have a memorial uh, a memorial day. And then what we do is, is that's the time that we, you know, think about our fallen night stalkers, you know. We remember them and everything that they did for us. So that's the reason why we're here. So right, Cool. Good. All right, so yes, sir. I've got to ask you because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get you last time on the new guy questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to hit you with all of them. I'll just hit you with a couple. Okay. I'm going to start off with Derek. When it comes to pop culture, did I ask you this? No. Okay. What's your go-to, whether it's a magazine, a gun, a magazine, a gun, a magazine, a movie, uh, a song, um, whatever movie that's gun-related, what's your go-to? Mm-hmm. TV show. So I'm a big Die Hard fan. Big Die Hard. Bruce fan. Willis. Yes. <laughs> so I would say Die Q-ball Hard. Hit. Now, Point Break. Uh, probably Point Break. I mean, Point Break. It's, it's a great movie. School. I'm, the first I'm, one, right? I'm a Swayze fan. Yeah. So Did I you see the second one? I have not. It's. I, I, uh, I refuse to watch it. Yeah. So. It's horrible. 
My wife will tell you if uh, don't watch if Roadhouse or um, Roadhouse or, uh, or Point Break is on any channel. We're watching it. It doesn't matter. She's shaking her head right now. She's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Point Break, yeah, right on. I can't help it. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I might watch Dirty Dancing every once in a while. This is know. your wake-up call, Bodie. <laughs> yeah. I am an FBI agent. Yeah, she bought me a couple of, she bought me some of the Zero Foxtrot t-shirts with the uh, with the mask of the presidential squad goals. Oh, that's awesome. They're so cool, yeah. That I love that. Favorite. All right, same question. Um, you know, I, I'm probably going to, Man, that's hard, but you know the the Jason Statham movies. Statham, mm-hmm. you know, I I really like those. But do you like him in the Expendables? Um, I like his yeah. character in the Expendables. I don't necessarily like the Expendables. It was a movies. different character yeah. for him, you know. Yeah. So I kind of liked it. But I tell you, the one movie I think is really cool. Did you guys ever see Quigley Down Under? Yeah, was Jason? he in that? Yep. No, no, he wasn't in that. But what I'm saying, Tom that, Selleck. Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. Yeah. Magnum PI, baby. Yeah, the Magnum whole P. rifle long shot thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. He pulls it up, and the dudes are like, and he's like. You know, I think that's just an awesome kind of. Uh, what if he had the Ferrari in the old school setting, the old uh, Wild West? You had Quigley cool? down under with the Ferrari. Ferrari yeah, <laughs> I think the still caught that big round. Pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, that. that was really cool as far as shooting and marksmanship and stuff. Yeah. And Cat throws up a gun, open sights, Heck and bam, yeah. he falls about you know a million miles away, whatever that distance was, three hundred meters. Yeah, three hundred. Well, we are out in the outback. I mean, yeah. you got forever. Yeah, yeah. You know, no obstructions or anything. Now, the other one I really like is uh came out a couple years ago. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. I'm trying John to John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. That was that, it. I told there's a John Wick two coming yeah. out. That movie yeah. was crazy. That was a good movie, but I'll tell you what. The gun mechanics in that were really Amazing. good. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that's a good cho- that's a good pick. I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah John Wick. I just good. saw that for the first time about a month ago. Yeah. I was like, whoa, where's this movie been? Yeah. 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 I was just like, you it's know, extreme. another Keanu Reeves movie, yeah. blah, blah, but, you know. Yeah, he was a little angry in that, and a little anger good. management thing's going on. That's what's so right. good about it. We were watching, my wife was like, so what exactly is the point of this movie again? I was like, <laughs> what do you Violence. mean? Violence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. they killed his Revenge. dog. They killed his dog. You don't, you don't you kill know, a man's best friend. kill a man's dog. Yeah, that would really There's a price to pay for that, and they paid it. All right, next question. Your next bucket list gun mm-hmm. or piece of of kit what would it be what you next gotta have wanna have that's on your list gotta have wanna have would probably for me be a an optic for my rifle because right now i'm running an yeah, optic, one I'm, optic i'm there's, from a buddy a, of mine the blue bazillion optics out i'll tell there. you what i like the trijicon mro i like that you like the mro i like the mro okay i like that one uh Right now, I'm running something I paid a hundred bucks to a buddy of mine at work for, because I don't. Again, I, I come up to the rock to hang out and drink and yeah, you know, well. shake hands and kiss babies, and I don't ever really get much of a chance to shoot. Hey, if them. you're gonna do this every year, you gotta up your equipment. You gotta man. up it. Gotta up That's it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Tracy, yeah. um, you know, I'm I'm a little off on that, off this the two gun thing. Um, I started uh, sporting clay shooting, and uh, I think the next one. So you're is, doing some shotgun. Yeah, the Beretta. Um, one of the Berettas, the new ones, the clays, the sporting clays coming out. I got the black just recently, and cool. it's like one of a couple. They're hard to get, but uh, yeah, probably one of the new Berettas, the sporting clays. Awesome, because I, you know, it's like everybody it's, can never have enough. And, exactly. All right, so here's the here's the next part of that question. Mm-hmm. Price be damned, laws be damned. What would you get? What would you have? Vehicle, gun, equipment. What would you get? Mm-hmm. Trace, I'll let you go first. What oh, would you? What really? would you? I'm gonna Thank put the pressure on you. There. Price be damned. Laws. Yeah, what be would you damned? put in your arsenal? 
That's a hard question. That okay. Was, go ahead. V, I, I, just, I just came to me. So if it's a vehicle, I'm going to say one of the uh, up-armored, like an up-armored uh, Suburban with uh, running a minigun out of the top of it. Okay. Why not just get a whole Humvee? We could do that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cute. I that, like to be low profile though sometimes. Yeah. Why, not just get, why not just get the helicopter? <laughs> company out of Pennsylvania makes those up armor Humvees. Yeah. Or, and they make the up armor Escalades or whatever. Yeah. yeah and they have the Yukons mini, and stuff. Yeah, the Yukon. I think that I would probably have something like that. That's probably cool. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you roll up to get groceries and storm happens. It's like, whoop, let me back up. Spikes has, <laughs> Spikes Tactical has some kind of vehicle that they've freaking armored up. I don't know what it is. But I'd like to get one of those. I think that gives a whole new meaning to uh, like your your bug out vehicle, yeah, or whatever you know, or the grocery getter. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That All would right. Be cool. So next one is if you could spend the day at the range with anyone, whether they're fictional, real life, still living, passed away, or a group of people, who would it be? I'm going so, with Tracy first. Um. Wow. I'm killing him with these questions. These are crazy <laughs> questions, man. I didn't get a chance to study. That's the point. Um, <laughs> these are like if I could off the hip, man. Yeah. At the range. Um, man, I, I, don't, I, I couldn't even imagine who I'd spend the day with. I'd All right, there it go. I'd spend it with my lovely wife. What? Look at this. Yeah. Look at, she's walking away. She's, she's like, whatever, I'm out of oh, here. Oh, man. And then <laughs> I would probably... Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And or Elvis Presley the King. Yeah, those two. I can't think of his name, but <clears throat> do you guys watch that guy on TV? He's on a lot of shows. and um, he, he Arlie Army? Arlie Army. <laughs> he throws up uh, clay pigeons and boop, boop, boop. He can shoot 10, 15 at a time. Yeah, I can't oh, yeah, I don't know who name. you're talking about, yeah. I would definitely spend a day with him because that guy is absolutely amazing. I mean, yep. he's not a young guy, but uh, it might be Jerry Mecklick. I, I don't I, know if he throws I know he's a, a hell of a shooter and shotgun yeah. rifle everything I, one of the, I mean those guys are just amazing they could teach you so much but i don't know if i'd learn quick enough you know listen fastly kind of thing <laughs> for them in the day yeah but just to get the the opportunity to spend the day with them you know on the range yeah. it just it would be absorb awesome. what you could yeah i like to have a day on the range with my uh with my grandfather he passed away when i was too young so mm-hmm. learned some of those life lessons a little bit from him but uh you know I, hell i don't know if he shot if he didn't shoot but it'd be fun yeah yeah, yeah. very much so very cool. That's a good answer, man. Mm-hmm. Now, you, now you're tugging on our heartstrings. Well, I'm a little family oriented. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's go see uh, how everybody fared in the competition. Yeah, and, I see some uh, people gather around. Get me some ra- raffle tickets. Get some more raffle tickets and absolutely. See Have you how ever it had goes. a better view on any of your interviews? I mean, I keep. It's just well, actually, interview. you know, we've interviewed from here before, and this is like one of my favorite places to to do the yeah. show from. I it love it up here at Rock amazing, Castle. Yeah. If you guys have not had an opportunity, you need to come up to Rock Castle, check it out. Uh, but more importantly, I want you to go to the Night Stalker Association's website. They've got a Facebook page. We do. Um, are you on Instagram also? Uh, no, I, we're not on Instagram. Okay. All right. And they can go there, learn more about the association and how you can help donate. Can they donate there? Yep, they can. Do, they can. Well, they'll donate to our, our actually our website, but uh, uh, Andrea she monitors the Facebook all the time. Any mm-hmm. questions, anything you have, she'll ping you back, man, like instantly. Okay, um, she's awesome. So it's not one of those ones where it's dead and it's kind of delayed. I mean, she'll get back with you. With now, I know you guys have patches, right? You got Night Stalker patches. I got to get one of those. I'm sure Tracy can take care of that for you. I don't like have any. Death waits in the dark. 
Night Stalkers. Yeah. Can right. you explain that that logo real quick? The combination of the man and machine. Yeah. Yeah. So death with the sword riding the winged horse. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be the melding. If I the culmination of man and machine melding. So yes, together. And that's a very that's a historical one there too. We should. All right, lead heads. We'll be back. All right, Leadheads, we are back, and we are at uh, the Rock Castle Night Stalker Association two-gun competition, and we just got back from the awards giveaway ceremony. Was that what you call it? I think that's perfect. There's a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you're acknowledging the people that helped out and the ROs and the staff and then gave out the shooters their prizes, and then you were doing drawings. From the raffle. Yes, sir. Which I didn't win anything. It was a little disappointing on my part, too. I yeah. didn't win anything either. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. It's going to a good cause. Yep, absolutely. So I, I feel perfectly fine about that. I, I wasn't expecting to win anything anyway. So uh, well, just, we did have one winner. One uh, Actually, Tracy won it. Tracy won it first and then put it back in the raffle. That's right. He so. did, yeah. So <laughs> the big, and we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get to that. But um, so... We've got a guest here. Let's go ahead and, and announce our guest. So I'll let Derek introduce our guest. All right, so the man sitting to my right, your left, is Mr. Hugh Foskey. As you're listening on the dial. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Hugh Foskey of Strategic Armory Corps. Uh, I'll, I'll let Hugh sort of talk about what the company does and who they represent. Yeah. You know, uh, Strategic Armory Corps owns Armalite rifles, uh, McMillan rifles, surgeon rifles, AWC suppressors, and Nexus ammo. Ah, so you guys are the big daddies. Yeah, well, we, we have a lot of great... See, uh, I thought Armalite was the big daddy. <laughs> Armalite's great, and a lot of people out there, uh, they, I'm sure they know this, but when you say, uh, I'm buying an AR, uh, that... That means Armalite. That, and right. We stress that on this show. That's, yep. that's one of the things, you know, we hate when people call them assault rifles right right because that is a trick that's a media trick that the leftist media put in play years ago that they just made it th- this word up right assault rifle there's no such thing as an assault rifle that's so right it's, it's a rifle absolutely you know? and a lot of people look down on that gun and and and, and uh my my youngest daughter uh jordan she killed her first deer uh with one mm-hmm. uh, a car 15 and it, she was uh, at the time she was eight years old. I had uh, collapse. Awesome. I could collapse the stock. It would fit her. Less recoil. I was using some Barnes TSX bullets, and the deer not never as ran. loud. Nope. A little less intimidating for the and, the beginning hunter. Yeah. So two of my two of my kids, Dustin, my oldest, he killed his first deer with the with a car fifteen, and, and it's awesome. an incredible gun. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> They're very versatile. Absolutely, very versatile tools what we'll call them yeah tools <laughs> tools of the trade yep. tools of you know whatever trade you need them for that's right so uh but you guys put up the big raffle prize which uh yeah. you were a little surprised yeah. <laughs> we've we come come to find out you were surprised i was, I was a little surprised i was coordinating with my company uh they're out, out of the home office out of phoenix arizona and i'm out of uh north carolina right outside of fort bragg where i retired from and uh, the I was coordinating with the home office, and they were sending out what I uh, thought was a basic M15, one of our you know tactical line. It was a nice, right. nice AR. And um, 
So I got here. Uh, Nate this morning told me that uh, he's like, hey, uh, that was a great gun. Uh, I said, oh, yeah, I was looking forward to you know providing that, that gun for this. And um, and he said, yeah, it's about an 18-inch barrel, I think, and I think it's stainless. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I think that's our three-gun competition <laughs> gun. And so I hopped in my car. Right, roll. Yeah. And that was incredible. I'm glad that... Uh, Somebody's glad, in trouble. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that Craig sent that out for us. And so I hopped in my car, ran down to the uh, local uh, gas station to the closest ATM, and I grabbed $100 out of there, and I came back, and I bought some of the Night, Sticker, uh, Night Stalker um, uh, raffle tickets. Night Stalker stickers. Yeah, stickers. Stickers. Yeah. stickers. You need some stickers. Tickets. 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 Need some Night Stalker stickers. Yeah, I don't have one. So Peter so, Piper picked a peck up. Those night stalker stickers. <laughs> so, it was a little disappointing. I was a little shocked when I walked up and uh, to buy the tickets, and I noticed it was one of our uh, AR-10 Super SAS guns, 308. That is, uh, it retails for thirty-one hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. One, that is the same gun that I use as one of my demo guns when I go out and meet with the SWAT teams and stuff to yeah. let them see our. It'll shoot. It was a I, sexy gun. It'll shoot uh, sub MOA every day and i was i was a little disappointed because i started to go back down the store and get a couple more hundred dollars <laughs> worth of tickets but i didn't <laughs> yeah i was uh um uh, on my way out to get my raffle tickets for it <laughs> and uh there's another table set up on the way out that's got like this 50 bmg um i think it's who's the, what organization is that do you remember? I, I do not remember. It's yeah, like American sure. Legion or... I don't know who it is. I'm not sure. I don't know. They had a couple of raffles going oh, on yeah. today. Yep. They had the USPSA. They were raffling... Uh, I think they were raffling, uh, I don't know, a grand maybe? Something. Yeah. What they were doing. yeah. But anyway, I thought that was... I thought that was for you guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there shelling out money for, you know, raffle tickets for this, <laughs> thinking that it's, you know, for the, the nice stalkers. And uh, he's giving me tickets and explaining what's going on. And then he's like, you know, we're with this other organization, and it's going to be tied in. We're not giving away today. It's going to be tied in with the Kentucky Lottery. Pick three. Oh, I didn't know that. Somehow. Oh, yeah. So whatever the pick three is on this day, <laughs> if your number, because they're only going to do 1,000 tickets for this 50 BMG. Wow, okay. So but odds are great. But I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad I got the tickets. But I wasn't going to buy that many tickets. Right. Because right. yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. So when I, you know, I went out there to buy tickets for you guys, I didn't have as much uh, money. But he said he wasn't going to buy that many tickets. But he really wants a fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted. I wanted yeah. that. Uh, what is it? What do you call it? Oh, the uh, super the, uh, super sass. The yeah. super. Yes. I wanted the super sass. Yeah. <clears throat> I much yes. rather had that than yeah. the fifty BMG. I will. I will probably if I win that fifty BMG, I'll probably might shoot it. <laughs> Twice, <laughs> yeah. You got to have a great range to shoot that with a yeah. max stop. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they'd let me shoot it from up here. Uh, yeah. This view that we have, we're in the restaurant right now, and we're overlooking the valley down at Park City, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. This is one of the most beautiful views, absolutely, yep, from anywhere. But uh, back to the the giveaway. So um, we get to the big giveaway, and. Um, so you guys, you, I mean, you're building the anticipation, and then you're like, you're, you're like still selling tickets all the way up until the end. You know, people are still running up there buying tickets. I think you should have jacked the prices up. Next year is what you need to do. It's like round one, it's this price. If you come back for round two, it goes up. Hour out. Round three, boom, it goes back up some yeah, more. That's a good idea. 30 minutes out, it goes up another five. Exactly. 15 minutes, it goes exactly. up 10 more. Yes. Yeah, that's Eric. <laughs> that's a brilliant idea. I'm going to run that by the guys. Yeah. See how it works out. yeah. Don't run that's it good. by them. Just do it. Just You're do really it. Hard. Just do <laughs> exactly it, man. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> You're the boss. But so, I mean, everybody's got their tickets. So it's last minute. 
it. We're doing the drawing, and you got red tickets and white tickets. That's another thing you got to do away with. Oh yeah, when because immediately started crying. It's like the white ticket comes out and everybody's got the red just deflated. It's like yep. oh yep. So yes. they pull out. I had a red ticket by the way. So they pull out a white ticket, and you hear the oh. And the second, well, right, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, uh, no, I was, yeah, that I was first one, he 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 uh, donated a gun back, which is yeah. So Tracy, who was on yep. the show earlier, you guys yep. heard Tracy. Tracy won. Yeah, he won the gun. I mean, oh, dead yeah. to rights, it was his. Uh, fair's fair. He mm-hmm. paid for his tickets, and by all rights, I mean nobody was mad. No, I mean just because he's getting, a part of the association, it's no big deal. I was getting ready to go shake his hand and start he, photos, yeah. and he gave it back. Yep. He donated it back. And what did I say on the radio? I said, if I win it, I'm not. That's <laughs> I'm exactly. not. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah. I was like, I'm not giving it back if I win that rifle. Yeah, I was torn. But Tracy I was like, gave if I it win back, this. man. So kudos to Tracy for that. And then so we go to round two, and yeah. and Derek builds the. <laughs> The suspense even more and makes like five more announcements in between. <laughs> He's like, oh can. wait, I forgot, I forgot. I, I, yeah, I, I got to, I got to talk about. I purposefully left some people out that I had to thank. It was so brilliant. Back and thank it was later. brilliant because you sold more tickets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There was oh, even yeah. more tickets yeah. that were sold. In so every time I realized that I did something wrong or failed to acknowledge somebody, I just simply uh, added in the opportunity to buy more to tickets. To buy more tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then nobody cared. It was and okay. it worked. After that, it was good. Yeah. Everybody was lining up. Still. Every time I would turn around, Andrew would say, "You forgot this." Oh. Oh. And also, I need to make this announcement. <laughs> you forgot this. And, and if so come, please come to the stage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And in between, you did. That's when you did the uh, the shirts. We did some shirts. The uh, yeah. Talk about that, and then we'll oh, get yeah. we'll get to the. Uh, so a buddy of mine, uh, a buddy of mine that came out. He uh, at one point in time he was doing some t-shirt prints, some screens, and uh, he had a variety of different uh, t-shirts, logos, emblems, and stuff. So he he sent me a picture one time. And he said you might like this one, and. Um, he had, you know, Live Free or Die and a couple others. I can't remember all of them, but one of them was Dip and Velcro. So it was pretty funny. I, uh, I wore it up here to The Rock one time, and Nate Noble actually was looking at me. He's like, man, where'd you get that shirt? I said, well, a friend of mine made it. He said, dude, I love that. This is a great shirt. He said, I love that line in the movie. I said, okay. So uh, so I for thought, our listeners who don't know what that is, explain the, the so Dip and Velcro. The, so in the movie, Zero Dark Thirty, um, the, uh, which was the movie about hunting yeah, old, the movie about hunting, Os- yeah. Osama Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Correct. Yeah. So the uh, the CIA agent um, is talking to a group of uh, a group of the operators and saying, you know, this is what I want to do. This is how I see it. You know, it's like, you know, honestly, I didn't even want you guys here with all your dip and your velcro and all your bullshit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so he sends me this T-shirt, this picture of it. I said, I want two of them. I like them so much. I want two of them. So it was just, it's awesome. And you know, plus, so knowing the military in general and then uh, the organization, you know, so many of us, if it's green and velcro and uh, it looks cool. You know, it's black. We want it. Oh so, yeah. You know, if it's if it's black, it has Velcro, and if uh, if it will glow green, yeah. I think everybody <laughs> glow wants green, it. Right? Yeah. And I don't think there's too many people running around that doesn't have a can of dip stuck in their pocket somewhere. So, yeah. uh, so we're gonna get that ring in your pocket. Yep. But uh, we had a couple. He said he had a couple T-shirts left over, so he brought six up here for the match. And everybody's asking, "What are you gonna do with the shirts? What are you gonna do with the shirts?" I said, "Well, I'm not sure yet. What are you gonna do with the shirts? Well, I'm not sure yet." So we given out all the prizes, almost all the prizes. We had a few items left that we were running through the raffle. And uh, I said, you know what? I have an idea. So I got the uh, the list, overall match list, and uh, the sixth slowest 
shooters <laughs> overall. Yeah, so you call these names. These people don't know why their names are getting called. Yeah, it was perfect. They <laughs> had no clue. like, so-and-so no come up, you come up, you come up, you come up, and they're like, why am I? And they're like, look at each other like, well, I didn't do anything. Did you do anything? Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't do anything. anything. One yeah. guy, he said, he said, I was the slowest because I shot three stages. That's said, well, I don't know how you shot three out of five, but DQ. here's your T-shirt. Yeah, whatever. I <laughs> he got have DQ'd. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing that was cool is uh, Dairy Queen uh, donated some certificates to go and get yeah, a, a Sunday for the people who got uh, disqualified. Yeah, so DJ <laughs> likes to do that. So DJ Petro likes to um, which I think he's sponsored by Dairy Queen. I'm not sure. I, he, I think he, he, he owns a franchise or something. I, don't I have I no remember remember what I'm not was. sure. I know he makes some you know, he makes some delicious uh, vanilla treats. <laughs> yeah, he does. But yeah. um, so some yeah, bushwhackers, some bushwhackers. So uh, some milk and some chocolate. He told us like six kinds of rum. I don't yeah. know what's in it, but it's but pretty tasty. It sounds. But stout. you can't. You you cannot use a regular blender. You have to have a uh, mixer. Mixer. Yep. Yep. It has to be frozen. Or it jacks it up. Yep. Huh? And okay. it is really good. Not that we're drinking it right now, no. but it's really good. <laughs> he, he was up here last weekend. Um, for the uh, I can't remember what event they had last the week. Pro Am, yeah, the Pro Am yeah, 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 was last week. Yeah. Yeah, that was the biggest event they had. Yeah, yeah. we he was up here at the Pro Am. He was running it at the Tiki Bar out front. Yeah, we uh, so. we donated a Surgeon rifle last weekend, and the uh, the top shooter was eighteen year old young man that that won that. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's like a what seven seven thousand dollar rifle. Yep. Yep. It's one of our uh, it's one of our great lines. Yeah, of, I know the prize the prize tables last week, uh, amateur and pro both were just stacked. Yeah. I mean, they were phenomenal. Oh yeah, the people prizes. walking away with EOTech. I mean, people like finishing the hundred was you oh, know, yeah. walking away with awesome optics, stuff. Optics, optics, and, for yeah. pistols. Yeah, yeah. So, it was great. So next year, if you guys are able, come out to Rock Castle for the pro am, and Absolutely. there's a good chance you're going to walk away with a nice prize. And uh, yep. you'll have to you have to do your ATF paperwork before you leave because you'll have a nice gun before you leave this place. Probably. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we got here today, I, I asked Nate about it. I said, hey, man, I heard we have a great gun from uh, from Hugh. He's like, oh, it's awesome. He said, it looks great. I was like, cool. I was yeah. like, can we see it? He's like, well, Heck, there's I a problem. Seen it. He's like, it's locked up in the office, and somebody's <laughs> taking the keys home with him. His dad took like, it to Colorado. Did he really? He had to get Nick to, he had to meet Nick had to, to get break the keys. in. Yeah, so we've got everybody out front. We're talking about this great raffle we're going to have. Everybody's looking at us like, yeah, whatever. And it's like, no, really, it's locked up in the closet. We promise we're going to bring it out. We promise we're going to bring it out. So, uh-huh. again, kind of building the anticipation whatever. just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think so. that was part of Derek's plan right there. Yeah. 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 So, so you gave the t shirts out, and then they did the. The final mix and draw, and we had a, a lovely young lady that was uh, doing the announcing. Yes, and she pulls out another white ticket. Oh, <laughs> dead <laughs> gummer! Cried again. And I was videoing this, and I was like on my last stick of battery. Oh. You know, I had like two seconds left. I was oh. like, "Hurry, hurry, make it!" I don't know if we switched. T- I don't know if we ran out of red tickets. I'm not sure what what happened with the switch. We may have ran out of red tickets. There were white sure. tickets or something. Yeah, we, we ran out of one. We had to go to the other one. You yeah. really need to keep it one color. Yes, because yeah. you're gonna have a. You're you ran out of white, and you had to go to the red. You're gonna have a. It. You're gonna have a riot on your hand next time. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lead it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. So and then they reach in and they pull it, and um, it was one. One of the Fort Campbell guys that won yeah, it, right? One of the Fort great. Campbell yep. guys, absolutely. Yeah, yep. so that so, was awesome, and he was ecstatic. And if you're what, and if his wife's listening right now, he's going to pull an ugly prank on you when he gets home. The plan was before he bought a nice AR-10, he was going. You guys are going to have your baby, and and it was going to be on down the road. He told me this story. He said, but he's going to go in and say, "Yep, I just bought a thirty-one hundred dollar gun yeah, today." The baby's and, college fund yeah. just yep. went toward this competition. I hope that's okay. One of one of the other gentlemen had won a. Med 
med kit. He said, you better take, I'm going to give you my med kit because your <laughs> wife is going to shank you when, she, when you do this. You're right. Yeah, he said it was going to be his new heavy uh, heavy metal rifle. Yeah. yeah. He's heavy yeah. Metal, running heavy metal division or... It should yeah, it, it be anything yeah. he wants it to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's a big boy. So, he could he could he could handle that yeah. gun. First, yeah, I think. Yeah, I saw him on one of the stages earlier. He said, "Yeah, he's like six like, five or something." He's, he's like, "Man, it's hot out here, man." He's running and gunning. It's fun, but I think I'm gonna switch to uh, switch to something else. I've been running. I can't remember what he's running. Yeah. in heavy metal. But he said it's too much for him, man. He said I can't do it. So and I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna say his name, but he, I want to say thanks to him for his service and all. He just got uh, told he's gonna have to uh, step out of the service because of an asthma problem. He's oh gonna, man. Yep. He's oh. he served his country well, but he's gonna have to step down. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, it goes out to him. He's he's done a great thing for his country, and 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 thank him. Thank to him and his family yep absolutely yep. oh absolutely yes. yeah well, thanks to yes. all you guys and and your service to our country well thank you for the recognition absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. for all you out there out that are listening today or tonight um i'm sure that uh wherever you are you are remembering our guys and gals that are forward some people in this country don't believe there's a war going on but uh i have some real good friends one of them got killed this past year in november and I guarantee if you go ask his wife or kids, there is a war going on when they got notified that uh, Josh was killed in a hostage rescue. Yeah. Yep. So that goes out to Josh Wheeler's uh, family and uh, and all the other uh, gals and guys out there that are that are doing great things for America today, right now on the battle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, that's what we really, uh, it's one of the driving forces behind this show. I've said it time and time again. Is uh, you know we support our military, our law enforcement, our firefighters, our first responders, EMS services. Well, you know we support all those people. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, just you know coming out to events like this, it's just, it's our pleasure to get it out there and push and promote it as as much as possible. Well, you're up here covering the mission. Or as much as you, yeah. yeah mission yeah, Twenty Two is another one of our big organizations, yeah, and then talk, of course yeah. Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another one of ours, and. Uh, you know, you're uh, telling me about what's the uh, veterans? VFOB, yeah, Vet, Veterans Family of Brands. So it's an organization where they are pulling in veteran-owned companies, companies that support our veterans, and not just monetarily, but actually going above and beyond um, with the support to our to our veterans. And uh, there's a vetting process that you have to go through to become a member. And uh, again, you don't have to be military. You don't have to be law enforcement. You don't have to be firefighter. Right. Um, just as long as you have a desire to help, you know, support our military men and women, then uh, you can become a member. And if you go to, it's veteransfob.com, or I believe, um, but um, you can become a member. There's, uh, they're doing some a promotion on lifetime memberships right now. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars. You. Well, can be a lifetime member. That's, there's that's only that's great. There's only like a thousand of those, and they're never going to be offered again. Wow! Uh, so uh, I jumped on that old left hand, jumped on that, took took advantage of it, uh, signed me up, signed up Talking Lead as a uh, business partner with them. And uh, if you guys are interested in that, you can do it as well, and uh, just visit their website, or you can go to my website. There's a link to uh, to their site there too. Yeah. You know, we were talking about law enforcement earlier and, and, uh, and all the first responders. You know, that's those guys, we'd like to have you guys come out to these uh, competitions. And, and I know you're out there. I reached out to some of my friends down in the uh, SWAT team in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're busy trying to keep the streets clean and straight and yeah. protect uh, protect us down yeah. there. But they couldn't make it. But they, they really wanted to come out here. But Are you out of Nashville? No, I'm out of North Carolina, right out of Pinehurst. That's right. Area. You said not yet. Yep. Yep. You said not. And we right. got a ton of listeners in North Carolina also. 
Oh, great. Yeah. Tons of, a lot of great shooters of out there. There are. So, um, next year, you guys going to be a part of this event next year? Yeah, well? If any way possible, we're going to try to provide some uh, more than one gun next year. <laughs> more yeah. than one gun. Okay. Yeah. I know some people appreciate that. We're yeah. trying to figure out how we're going to run a prize table. It's kind of a small prize table, but yeah. that being said, it's more about the uh, the meaning behind it all as opposed to yeah. um, you know, getting something really great on the table. We want everybody to come out and have a good time and have fun and enjoy themselves and understand yeah. the meaning of it. But yeah, and that's the thing with this. What we were talking about earlier is you know, this is not your typical you know, three-gun, two-gun competition. Yeah. Is there, there, you know, there's actually... Some a lot of thought that's going behind it, and it's uh, it's very meaningful. And when you go shoot these these stages, it's not just you know I'm shooting another stage. There's history behind these stages, mm-hmm. and yeah. So um, so you know, speaking of these stages and uh, you know history behind them, there's one called the Wicked Witch. Yes, tell us about that one because that's got a really cool. So yeah, it. so the stages have uh, most of them have a a name that's derived from. Uh, a specific incident or an event, a time, something that happened to a crew and or a historical time um, in the unit's history. And so the Wicked Witch, uh, one of my last deployments, we had an opportunity to go out to the uh, small arms range. We run the small arms range with, uh, with some of our customers that we support. And uh, afterward, some of the guys were hanging out in the living area talking about, you know, how many times do you engage a threat, talking about different, you know, different drill names and, you know, the El Presidente, and, you know, <laughs> everything, El Conquistador. El Conquistador, yeah. You know, everything else. And um, it was it was funny because the, the living quarters, they had the room on the right, and you had the uh, the shower area on the left. So the doors open to the shower area, and this guy comes out, one of the guys we were working with, comes out in flip-flops and gym shorts. And he says, hey, man, what you guys talking about? Are you guys talking about how many times you shoot somebody? I'm like, well, we were just discussing, you know, different drills that you could run, et cetera. He said, look, man. You don't shoot nobody less than five times, okay? Every time I shoot a guy, I shoot that guy five times. One, two, three, four, five. He said, like like in The Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy poured that bucket of water over the witch and melted her to the ground, he said, you melt his ass to the ground. One, two, three, four, five. It was just so cool the way he said it, right? It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. I was just, thinking, a, just matter of fact. I was like, man. So obviously it stuck, right? Yeah. So, uh so I would tell that to some of the guys that I worked with, and um, obviously he's a guy that's done a lot of melting. He's done, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he kind of elaborated on a little bit, you know, about uh, <laughs> about some of that. But uh, I told some of the some of the civilians that I was working with at the time about uh, that story. So they incorporated that into their um, some of their verbiage mm-hmm. whenever they're talking to their students about, you know, how do you how do you know that that threat's eliminated? It's not just a double tap or controlled pairs or whatever you want to call them, right? said, you know, you put as many rounds into them as you have to. He said, you melt that ass to the ground like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> so this stage in particular. There's uh, a patch there. Oh, tell me about oh, it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. a shirt. Yeah, there's a patch so, and a shirt. So this stage, and actually it was funny. He said, you, you melt them to the ground like uh, Dorothy did the witch when she ran off with the with the broom and red slippers. And I was like, weren't they ruby slippers? He's like, well, rubies are red too, man. So Same thing. <clears throat> so that was the that was the, the funny part that really stuck out. So with this with this stage in particular, uh, we scored a little bit different. Uh, we didn't really score the rifle targets. You had to have five shots. So mm-hmm. five shots on six targets. So you had to melt them to the ground. And uh, after that, you had to retrieve the broom, which was a 40-pound kettlebell from... Uh, from The tube. The tube, yes. yeah. Yeah, from the yeah, tube. The drain tube. tube. Run down, drop it in a box, and then draw the pistol and engage all the pistol targets. For you guys so, that have been uh, watching my Facebook page, that is the tube that Nick Atkinson, uh, the video that I posted of Nick uh, kind of sliding through the tube. Same tube. 
Yeah. So there were a lot of people that they saw and they said, oh, man, what is this? And actually, when we were talking about it, uh, Brian Ray, who assisted me, who has assisted me the last two years, last year and this year, has been instrumental in making this event happen. Um, he said, do you want to put the kettlebell in the tube? I said, well, I don't know. I didn't think about it. He said, well, let's try it and see what happens. So we put it in there and we ran it. He said, I think that'll work. I was like, it's going to be a smoker, man. And he said, well, if, if you want to do it, we'll do it. And I said, let's do it. So yeah. figure, you know, why make it easy? You know, it's, what, it's one of those where you had to, so you're shooting, you know, you're engaging the targets, mm-hmm. boom, 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 and you're moving forward. Moving forward. But when you get done with your rifle, you got to go back. you got to You got to remember to go back and get run it. Run back, grab the grab the broom. Grab quotes, the broom. Yep, in quotes. And uh, run back in the deposit. I wish we had a bucket. Really, what I wish we had was we had a picnic table out there. I wish we had a, uh, a set of red ruby <laughs> slippers. Just there you go. Old, just some old pumps or something cool. we could have set out there, right? Yeah. Just as a little reminder. You can bring so, some of yours next time, Derek. I keep those <laughs> in just my Just get one of those bags. old witch hats, the shoes, <laughs> and the broom. Just kind of leave it. I keep my I keep my heels in my travel bag. Don't tell nobody. So that was an interesting story though. Uh, when I got on the stage today, uh, sitting there observing, Derek said, "Hey, this is, uh, have you seen this, Hugh? The the you know the story about this stage." And mm-hmm. I read it, and I started laughing. He said, "Have you seen? Was that what you guys did?" I said, um, "Well, I can tell you a story. We come off target one night. We got back. We started looking at helmet cam footage uh, where one of the one of the bad guys came out in the hallway with AK and tried to shoot some of our guys coming down the hall. And three of our guys opened up on him, and we put it in slow mo. And he got hit 42 times before he hit the ground oh by God. three guys. That was five, five, six. And then the other gentleman that he was talking about was a seven, six, two guy. And and oh, yeah, five shots, gosh. seven, six, two. Yeah, they melt down. They he definitely said, yeah, melt. He said, he said every time I melt the guy, he said I got to do like ammo math, man. He said because <laughs> I can only shoot four dudes with a magazine. I was like, well, that's a. I can only shoot four dudes with a magazine. I'm yeah. sorry, brother. But he used to get one of those forty round magazines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that story stuck. It was. Uh, it's one that I probably will never yeah. forget. Yeah, that's a good one. But the cool thing about it is that you guys, from last year to this year, you're changing up. It's not the same stages every time. Not so you come stages. up with a new, yeah. a new history, a new story. So we talked about doing the, uh, another historical event. Uh, we could go back and look at the past. You know, the thirty-five years and. Uh, try to find things that have really stood out that were you know in the news or in a history book to some extent and um you know eventually if we do enough of these events we're going to run out of things so i thought well let's let's see oh, how we can do it i mean how many years so instead of a 35 35 years so, yeah yeah so instead but of but you're still moving forward so every year something yeah. new is happening something, oh, something yeah. new is happening all the time it's not necessarily a bad thing if we run out oh, of no. things to do no yeah <laughs> yeah so the well, idea was we'll just reuse the old ones again maybe we replay. could uh, I was like, I was trying to think of specific little instances that would be a little bit more. You could come uh, up with a Quigley down under. You could start tying them in. We into, talked about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a red Ferrari out here. Yeah. <laughs> Magnum we'll, yeah. we'll paint the go kart red and there you, uh, there you go. see what happens. Heck yeah. There may have been some go kart driving with MVGs last I night. I was I'm talking sure. to a, a guy out there uh, with Brian earlier, and uh, this cat's going to put together a 5K2 gun. Oh, wow. With obstacles. That would be interesting yeah yeah sounds like a lot of fun yeah he, he posted a video on uh facebook so, or youtube like they did a 10k yeah he was and like wow. colorado or somewhere Crazy. yeah i was I like Ooh, 5K. It. oklahoma 5K. it was oklahoma's where he said it was wow yeah, yeah. that's good that'd be awesome so uh there'd be more to come on that one leadhead so hopefully i'll get up here and cover that but he's talking about doing it up here so oh yeah it'll be good it'll be a good time yeah that'd be awesome. great terrain for it yeah, it is. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how to work if, if he runs into the cave. That might be an issue. But, well, he uh, said the cave. He we'll says see. he's going to implement really? the cave into it. Yeah. Okay. That'd be fun. It was like 54 miles of cave, right? 54, 57. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's 54. I think yeah. he can 54. get the 10K out of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 5K. Well, this run oh, part yeah. of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> part of it through the, one of the caves. But the wow. one they did, the one that we went to today, man, I just. Phew. 
It was fun. I think it was brutal. It was fun, yeah. It was brutal getting to it. It's, it, yeah. it can be brutal getting to it. But uh, yeah. So we were fun. on our way out when we finished the first part of this uh, the show. Uh, we were going out to the the, the uh, giveaway, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wanting to get my raffle tickets. And uh, you guys got up and was heading out, and I was slow to go. I was checking a couple of emails, and I was right behind you. And then my legs seized up. I mean, they just <laughs> cramped. This is hydration. And I was like, hey, hey, I need raffle tickets. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I looked at my phone. I got a text message that says, Marty, and it said, I need raffle tickets. I'm like, well, where's Marty at? And I started, like, I'm looking. Get your own damn raffle tickets, like, dude. Oh, wait. He's like, and I'm cramping up real bad. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Because I remember you said in the cave coming out, you said, man, I wish I hadn't worked legs yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I worked legs uh, yesterday, uh, like harder than I've ever worked them. And then we come out here, and I've sweat balls and, you know, <laughs> climbing hills and going from 90 degrees to 50 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. My legs just, like, <laughs> been sitting here for however long we sat here. And get up. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and call me a puss. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> well, guys, I appreciate you being on and uh, appreciate you supporting this, this fine event here that I know is just going to continue to grow and get more popular. I hope uh, so. Even though you don't want it I to, so. yeah. yeah, we'll see how it goes. I uh, I know I had a lot of folks talk to me after last year's event and uh, leading up to this year's event. A lot of them said, "Do you think you can get that on the training counter so we can work our uh, trip time, our TDY?" I was like, "Dude, are you kidding me? I don't know if I can do that for you. I, you know, yeah, you know when it's going to be. You work your own trips and you get own some hours credited yeah, on this thing, but, man." Yeah. So wow. it was a uh, it, it was a good event last year. I'm looking forward to doing it again in the future. We'll see how it goes. Well, as long as we have support. I'm going to throw out a challenge to Derek now. Instead of once a year, oh. I think you need to do this at least twice. Or may, Hey, you know what? Do one once a quarter. Once a quarter. You're going to get the support. All the guys out there and guys and gals, they love coming out and shooting. It gives them an excuse to come out and mm-hmm. and shoot some. Yeah. And it's for a great cause. Yep. I don't want to say that I will not accept the challenge. I will tell you that I will accept the challenge. I don't know if your the, wife's going to kill me. I don't me. know if my staff <laughs> will support the challenge. Um, yes. Yes, Mrs. El Conquistador Conquistador may not appreciate or approve. She has a knack of showing up when her name's mentioned, doesn't she? Yes. She, the hair on the back of her neck was standing up. She's coming to smack him in and uh, down. The beautiful, the lovely to my left, your right, for those listening. Mrs. El Conquistador. She's giving him those, I'm going to kick your butt eyes. We've already, just so you know, we just I just challenged him to do this not only once, but twice a year. Better yet, do it once. A quarter because it's for a great cause. She said, Oh, no, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. (laughs) She's already raised her her hand up at me, and oh, Lord, it's not going to be good. I will tell you one thing I'd like to say is that uh, in the last two years since doing this, I had the opportunity to uh, travel to Shot Show, travel to Vegas for Shot Show Mm -hmm. uh, with Nick and Nate's um, assistance, as well as the assistance of the Night Stalker Association. And I've met more amazing people in the industry. Supporters of the military, um, gun enthusiasts, just across the board. Some of the best people I've ever met in my life. I have, I have a brother. I have a brother, my own. He lives in North Carolina. North Carolina. Um, I haven't, you know, don't see him as often as I'd like to since he's moved. Um, and you know, in the military, we call everybody brother. You know, hey, brother, right, how's it going? Right. Yeah. I have never met another group of people um, that I call brother or that I hear people call me brother uh, on it every time we see each other, as I did. At shots at the NRA convention or here at Rock Castle every yeah. time every time I it see is somebody, a, yeah. it is a very tight community great it's bunch a, of guys it's and a handshake and a hug and a pedal hey brother how you doing you know yeah. hey brother anything you want you know it's a great and community. it's a sincere it's you know it's not just absolutely, a absolutely. bro yeah. Yep. Yeah. oh yeah hey, bro yeah it's been great so <laughs> bro 
Um, <laughs> just, just had to say that because, you know, the opportunity to see and meet the people that I have the last two years has really made an impact. Yeah. Are you going um, to show, show this year? I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm okay. hoping, ho- hoping I have the opportunity to do so. I keep telling my wife I want to take her. But the boss is rolling her eyes. Yeah. We're crossing our fingers, know. and if we uh, get the same room that we normally get, you'll have to come come join us. We've got a sweet little setup in between the exhibit halls. Okay. You know, those, okay. Little, those little rooms are like offices right there by yes. the escalators. Yeah. Yes. we got a little private room right there that we set up and oh, we record from. So yeah, it's a great little getaway, get out of the, the hubbub and everything. And the rat race? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. It's yeah. am, you know, it's amazing the amount of business and work that happens at the at Round Bar. Laguna Bar. Yeah. I remember the first day, like, oh, go to Round Bar. That's where Round Bar is where it's at, man. That's where all deals are made. That's where I told Derek. I said, Derek, meet me here because I'm really busy all day. Just meet me there. And he, he's kind of rolled his eyes, okay. I mean, they could, I mean, they they could say, no, that's say where themselves a lot yep. of time and, and money, and it's just everybody just go to the round bar yep. once a year and that's where that's where <laughs> most of the business takes place right there yep, yep. it yep, sure that's correct it, you're not lying it did. so if yeah. you're if you're in vegas uh go down to uh downstairs in the palazzo mm-hmm. on the uh, casino floor and look for the laguna bar and hang out there with all the shooters around the world all right. it's just a, it's, from all over the world it's a round bar yep. that's why it's that's a, where he gets his name round bar yep Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Good times. It's usually standing room only. <laughs> That's right. That's what would happen walking the floor. Somebody, somebody would text me, hey, where you at? I'm, uh, and, and, you know, SHOT Show is so huge. The floor is so huge. Oh, yeah. You get lost. I have no idea where I'm at. And then at yeah. the end of the day, it's great because sometimes I do happy hour at the booth. I remember I was walking out one day and I had, you know, two beers. Somebody handed me one and walked away. So I had two, right? <laughs> you were just carrying them, right? So I'm walking out I'm like, I'm lost as hell. I don't know where I'm at. Walk out. Somebody's texting me. I'm like, uh, where are you at? We're at Round Bar. Why Why would you be anywhere else? What am I thinking? Right, right. I should just yeah, walk absolutely. straight there. That's yeah, it. If you get lost, just go to Round Bar. Yep. That's, That's kind of you got to find Bar. somebody in a meeting place. So I, I was out there for about three and a half to four weeks this year. I was there for uh, SHOT Show. I was there for the Grand Slam convention like two days later. And mm-hmm. then I went to Safari Club International. I was really ready to get back to North Carolina by the end of that trip. No doubt. But uh, my oldest son, Dustin, came out, and I took him uh, and I showed him my, you know, basically my home away from home there in the Palazzo, and and uh, we had dinner there at table ten up on the second level, and we walked by the round bar, yeah. and it was dead because guess what? Shot show was over. There was no <laughs> one there. It was like ghost town. I believe it. Yeah, shot show and the uh, strippers convention. Uh, oh yeah, have left the town. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'd forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> so tell everybody how they can get in touch with uh, Strategic Armory Corps. Uh, go uh, fastest way is use that magic thing called Google. Google. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you can uh, you can Google Armalite, Surgeon, Nexus Ammo, Ar- uh, AWC Suppressors, or Strategic Armory Corps, and uh, and each one of those websites has a link to all the other gun companies, Macmillan uh, rifles, and uh, if you'll look on there, contact the uh, the company, and uh, you can tell them that Hugh Fosky uh, sent you, or you know whatever works best for you. Mm-hmm. And we'll set you up with a surgeon rifle. We'll build it. That's, that is a custom-built gun. We can build you a hunting rifle along the Macmillan line. And, no, we do not own Macmillan stocks. We own Macmillan rifles. Gotcha. Uh, just so There's you know, a difference. We, we have a lot of people that walk all over the floor at SHOT Show just to come find us looking for a stock. Stock. <laughs> and I hate, to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but yeah. I have to tell them, sorry, man. We, Separate entity. Yeah, we don't have the stock. I, mean, I wish we did, but we don't. Yeah, but um, yeah, our ammo is really uh, it's really high end uh, competition ammo, and, and a lot of our uh, ammo is going to the 
uh, U.S. government because it's a high-quality ammo. And which company's the ammo? That's, that's Nexus Ammo. Nexus, I yep. saw it. Yeah. Nexus Ammo. I was going to ask you what Nexus was, so yep. that's the ammo company. But, uh, yeah, pretty much everything uh, you can imagine. We have it. Contact us, and we'll set you up. We can set you up with a complete system. If you want a uh, surgeon rifle or a hunting rifle with a scope, bipod, mm -hmm. drag bag, hard, you know, with you know, the hard box, anything you want, we'll have it set up for you as a system. And when you get it, it'll, it'll already be zeroed if that's what you want. Ready and, to go. And then, of course, you know, they're local dealers, I'm sure, yeah, carrying absolutely. the Armalite. Yep. You go to your local dealer and you can you can order uh, Armalite or any of these type guns or ammo. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Gentlemen, I'll tell you, as you're talking, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I'm also looking out over the view that we have here. And in the back of my mind, I'm listening to Hugh talk. And Don't I'm you thinking, start crying on us. I'm getting off the clip. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, how in the hell am I going to do one of these once a quarter? You're gonna do okay. The brain, I, I the got brain has in kicked in. in. But with the, the view, with the view, I was like, "Well, hell, I got to try something." So we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna go it's tell awesome. Nick and Nate right after we get off this that that uh, Derek's gonna be contacting him for next quarter. Go ahead and reserve before, it. before Christmas. We'll call it the Christmas shoot. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> no awesome. Christmas Santa you, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Santa shoot. I like that. Yeah, yeah. you have to. You can dress either as. Uh, yeah, as an elf or, or, uh, or Santa. Yeah. There you go. We'll see how like it goes. It. You yeah. do a Halloween shoot? Yeah. yeah we you. talked about that earlier. Yeah, I we like talked it. about doing a, a Halloween shoot that'd, or something like that. We'll that'd be great with the caves. Yeah. I know. That'd be awesome. <laughs> People oh, dress yeah. up for the caves. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, some of them it's probably already dressed for that today anyway. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, guys. Let's That's go get us an adult beverage. All right. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, guys. And Leadheads, make sure you go and visit our sponsors, Nordic Components. Check them out at nordiccomp.com. Check out all the shotgun components that they have there, AR components, and of course now their new line of AR-15s, the NC line. They've got the uh, 223556, they've got the 300 Blackout, they've got a 22, they've got a 308 on the way. So be on the lookout for that. We'll have a special announcement once that gets released. Cobalt Kinetics, check them out at cobaltkinetics.com. Multicam, Multicam Pattern, uh, go check those guys out at multicampattern.com. And of course, all these guys have Facebook pages too. Go to their Facebook page, like them, let them know that you're leadheads and that you appreciate their support. Keltec Weapons, check them out at keltecweapons.com. Uh, we've got a video of a PLR-16 that uh, we did some modifications to. Casey Griggs, uh, Andrew, and I uh, did. I'll probably be releasing uh, that video footage coming out pretty soon. X-Steel Targets. For all your AR-500 steel target needs, check out xsteeltargets.com. X-Steel Targets. Glock, the official carry of Lefty of Talking Lead. That's right, I carry the Glock 23 and the Glock 27. That's right, I'm a 40 guy, not ashamed to admit it, but uh, you guys check out Glock USA. And of course, Frontier Tactical. Our buddy Nate Love over there uh, has a, a very innovative product, the Warlock system, multi-caliber uh, system for your AR, where you can get uh, a plethora of different uh, calibers from one AR-15. Um, check them out at FrontierTactical.com. And then, of course, the organizations that Talking Lead supports, we'd like you guys to go and show your support as well. You Leadheads, Mission 22, Sheepdog Impact Assistance. And uh, if you're a business owner and you support our veterans, go to VeteransFOB.com. That's the Veterans Forward Operating Base. It's supported by the Veterans Family of Brands and you. You can go there and see how you can become a member of that organization. 
That's it for this week. Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close and keep your firearms closer.